It is Pete McMurray in the Skyline Studios. One week from today, a new show debuts on CBS. The host is our friend who is the longtime host of a show you may have heard of. It's called The Amazing Race. And on the phone with us is Phil Kogan. How are you, Phil? Uh, we talk every week. <laughs> I feel like we're we're like uh, we're like old time friends now. I like this. By the way, if people don't know, Phil came to town. You did um, an audition. You were looking for people for this show a year ago, around this time, and um, you you talked to Chicago people. They came out and they auditioned for Tough as Nails. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, it was actually, it might feel like a year, but it was it was just around, um, uh, I think, right on the night of Halloween, like the night after Halloween, I think. Oh, that's right. Um, it snowed. Oh, my gosh. You remember it You're snowed? Right. There was like a crazy storm. Yeah. And then the next day, it was beautiful. Uh, beautiful. I mean, it, it reminded me, reminds me so much of the weather in New Zealand where you get four seasons in a day. It was like crazy winter <laughs> and then a beautiful summer's day the next day. Uh, um, that is Chicago. Yeah, so, exactly. I love, I mean, I love your city. You got such a great, fantastic city. Um, but we had to include Chicago just because there's so many, uh, obviously tough, essential workers there. And the show was, uh, it was inspired by my working class family, and um, this little did we know that when we were casting last uh, October and shooting the show in February, that the world would turn upside down the way it has, and that the pe- very people we wanted on the show—essential workers, tough, hardened individuals who keep the country running—that this show would be uh, as, as as such a part of the zeitgeist. I guess you could say. I mean. Yeah. Here we are now, all of us understanding the real impact that essential workers have on making sure that the lights go on, that when there is a storm, that there's somebody to go out in the storm and put the mm-hmm. power back on for that elderly couple that needs the heat or the ventilator in the middle of the night. Right. Um, so that's what this show is all about. It's about honoring the people I think are the toughest. Um, it's, you know, you certainly got to be tough to play in the NFL or a fight in the MMA, but You've also got to be pretty tough to do some of the jobs that essential workers do and to get up year after year, early in the morning, go to work, put in a, a long day's work. And, and uh, you know, those are people that I know just through my family, farmers and carpenters, mechanics. Yep people who work with their hands every day you know we we had this conversation my father when he went to bradley worked at caterpillar he worked in the factory and then he got his engineering degree became an engineer so he always fixed everything and you know he was one of those guys that got down and dirty you talked about your grandfather that he was one of those guys too wasn't he yeah so my um i was just reading up more about my grandfather and getting more information about him but um he was the brightest kid in in uh, his in the middle school, um, he, he got the award for best student, and he got a scholarship to go to a high school. And unfortunately, he was not encouraged to go to high school. Uh, he was given a job in his brother's bike shop, and so that was as far as he went with his formal education. But he uh, is one of the brightest people that I ever have met, and um, he he uh, became an A grade mechanic at a very young age, and then a aero mechanic in World War Two. And he became a, a, a gunsmith and a, an amazing target shooter. And um, he was the guy that everybody went to because he knew uh, a lot of different things about a lot of things. And he was just an expert at, 
at uh, fixing things, working with his hands. And so all through my school holidays, I spent uh, so much time with him learning how to use tools. And um, he had lots of tools, believe me. And, and uh, oh, yeah, yeah, I, he's such an influence on me that uh, that I, I, I wanted to honor people like him. And it's just it always just frustrates me that that there are people out there who look down on those people who who have found an education or got an education in the real world uh, on the job site rather than maybe you know in a classroom, and that somehow they're looked down upon or thought of as being less when there's so many incredibly talented, smart people out there who are making the country work, and uh, they're the ones that make sure the country keeps working. And right now mm-hmm. we should be appreciating them more than ever. So I, I think that the show, we have a two hour premiere uh, next Wednesday, at eight o'clock. They, we, I just found out yesterday that they're doing two hours instead of one now. Oh, wow. Uh, I know that's a lot of, I know that's a lot of TV, but I think what it will do is it will give people a chance to fall in love with these 12 characters that we've, we've chosen. Well, and, um, and I hope, I hope that people turn up and, and want to honor these, these people. On the phone with us is the longtime host of The Amazing Race. There's a new show debuting on CBS a week from today called Tough as Nails. It is Phil Kogan. You know, if you watch Colbert, Phil, every single commercial, there's a promo for Tough as Nails. Who are you bribing over there? Really? Yes. Do you, wow. Do you, I, should, <laughs> I, I should be on Colbert talking about this then, shouldn't I? Do you not watch your own network? <laughs> Dude, do you have any idea how hard I'm, I'm working right now to try to get this show ready? <laughs> I'm not watching any TV right now. Let me tell you that. I I, uh, uh-huh. I have not stopped. And, then, and yesterday, CBS called and, and said, hey, what do you think about the idea of uh, putting on two hours? And uh, which is an amazing opportunity. But, you know, what that means I got to put the shows together and get them ready for next week. So. Um, yeah, no, we, we're, um, we're very excited. I mean, um, I think it's about time that we stood back a wee bit and, and, and honored, uh, our hardworking, uh, people who, who keep the country running. Right. And so I, I, and, and the key, the key with that series is it's really a, fo- there's a real focus on character. Um, we've seen lots of shows where people look like they're almost, you know, professional athletes or they're very good at running over obstacle courses and and um those shows are exciting too but i i just wanted to take real people in real life who are real tough take them to real job sites and have them compete at real job sites so instead of building some set for a reality show um take them to a farm and say all right guys you're going to build a fence here or take them um to a construction site and have them build something there and do what people do on real job sites in America every day. So it's less of us making something artificial that we put them into, but saying, Hey, this is what people do every day in America. And how are you going to go? I know you're a farmer, um, but how are you going to go at, you know, working here on a construction site? So if are, are, if they're building a fence, is it the person that builds a sturdy fence or how do you judge that? How do they win the competition? Well, there's certain parameters. I mean, certainly the posts have got to be straight. They got to be down in the hole uh, in the ground a certain height. They got to have the wires got to be ten, you know, a certain tension. Okay. They got to have a certain number of yeah. I mean, there are certain parameters. Got it. There's a finished example. They look at the finished example of uh, of, of of any job that they can see, 
and people know how to do jobs and you know how to do them properly and they're pretty that that part of it is pretty easy to understand i think what makes the format different um that that people seem to be gravitating towards is that there's two competitions on the show there's a an individual competition because we are looking for the toughest of them all who is the toughest uh essential worker if you like in america who's going to get that toughest nail who's going to get that toughest nails title win the two hundred thousand dollars in the ford super duty truck there's only one of them out of the 12 that's going to win that. So that's one competition. But there's also a second mutually exclusive competition, which is a team competition. So all 12 people stay for the entire show. So even if you, ah, let's say, Mark, is, okay. is competing on the show, uh, you know, let's say some guy called Mark is competing on the show, and he gets cut, um, he will still be competing and stay on the show to compete in the team competition. We have 12 people. We put them into two teams of six. They go team against team. They're fighting to get the job done as fast as they possibly can. Because I like if they it. win the team competition, they get money. So what I will tell you, unlike other shows where people get cast off or they get voted away, off like Survivor, everybody stays, and I will tell you this, nobody went home empty-handed. So they may not have won that big $200,000. Not everybody's won the big $200,000 prize, but everybody had cash in their pocket when they went home. Well, let me ask you a few questions because I looked through the cast, and these are my top three. Phil Kogan on the phone with us. Tough as Nails uh, debuts a week from today on CBS. I got three people that stood out. Number one, Lynette. She's a welder from Florida. She looks tough. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, she is tough. Number two, a yep. uh, roofer from St. Louis. The Lou gets so oh, yeah. hot. Any person that does roofing in St. Louis or the South is so tough. And number three, yep. this is my winner because, of course, it's in the Midwest and it's local. And this guy is from Indiana, but he's a Marine from Indiana. The guy's name is Murph. Yes. Well, you you picked some strong people there. Um, and they've all got incredible <laughs> They've all got incredible uh, backstories, and and this is the this is the whole thing. I want the audience to fall in love with these characters because they see themselves, their uncles, their their mothers, their brothers. They see themselves reflected. They see real people in real life who are real tough, who they really know. These are not want to be, uh, uh, you know, influencers or they. These are not people who are looking for the bling and 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 the high life and. Mm-hmm. These are people who, who love what they do. They do it really well. They're the best of the best in their chosen trade. They know the value of a dollar. They, they have dirty hands and make clean money. They roll up their sleeves every day and get the job done. Yep. They don't complain. They, they are the people, again, if we didn't have these people, I agree. stuff would not work. Right. Lights would not go on. Toilets wouldn't flush. We wouldn't have food on the table. That, that's who these people are. So you mentioned Lee, Lee from St. Louis, 62 years old. This guy lifts thousands of pounds of shingles up onto the roofs every day. In the hot sun. He says that there are are 25-year-old guys that last anywhere from a day to a week when they come out there, when they see what he has to do in the end. It's not that he's stronger necessarily, but he's got that grit and determination that they don't have, that resilience to keep on going, to turn up every day and do his job. And that, that's what I love. Linnet, you mentioned Linnet, the welder. Yep. Linnet, I said Linnet. Linnet, okay. Yeah. She, she, Linnet ended up losing, she had a job lined up in Florida. She goes there with her four kids. She gets to Florida. The job fell through. 
She ends up losing custody of her kids. She ends up becoming homeless. She's in a homeless shelter. What? And she sees she sees a notice on the wall that says welding course. She's got nothing to lose. She turns up to the welding course. She's the only woman. They all kind of look at her like, what are you doing here? Turns out she has a real gift for welding. She becomes a master welder in a year, gets custody of her kids, and makes enough money because welders get paid well. If you're good, oh, you yeah. get paid well. Right. And she she ends up buying her home, her first home, within a year of leaving that homeless shelter and getting custody back of her kids. Hold on. She may be my tough. pick. Yeah, yeah that, that may be my pick right there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, tell me about the Marine from Indiana, this guy Murph. So Murph is uh, 47 years old. Um, he's served numerous times overseas. He's been in Iraq. He's He's been a leader and, and uh, been in charge of anywhere from a few hundred people to smaller uh, uh, groups. But this is a guy who has seen it all, right? I mean, these are the people that you talk to and you see in their eyes that they know stuff that we just don't know because they've been to places physically and mentally that we just don't know unless we've served, unless we've been in the line of fire, unless we've gone over there and, and, and served in that way. Yep. But he, he's this gentle soul who loves his kids passionately and who now helps veterans um, Obviously, he has that empathy with them because he's been there. Of course. And, and uh, yeah, and so people like that, you can't help but respect because right. you're just like, you were prepared to do what you did for us, and how can you, you know what I mean? It's like there's, there's, yep. a, there's, a, deep, there's a deep respect that you have when you meet somebody like that. So, yeah, I love, I love Murph because he's also, also people, people who are like that, they don't have to brag about what they do, their actions speak louder than any words i know and, it's, and yep. it's the quiet it's the quiet ones that you know mm-hmm. are the baddest badasses <laughs> <laughs> that is so true and by the way for people they listening to prove. for people listening right now this guy uh, murph kelly murph murphy who's on tough as nails he looks like james hetfield from uh metallica and by the way tough as nails debuts a week from today the amazing race i gotta ask you we're almost out of time we gotta do news top of the hour but when does the amazing race come back phil it comes back when that, you know, the line on the curve, you know, the, the COVID curve. Have you seen that COVID line that's up there? Yes. When, when, that, when that line dips down, uh-huh. when it makes a right turn and descends and comes down, that's when we return. So you, As ha- long as it's up there where it is right now, we ain't going anywhere. So you haven't filmed anything. I thought it was already in the can. So it, you haven't, you're not done filming. Yes. We have one in the can. Oh, okay. But we had started. We had started the second one, and we got sent home. Oh, okay. And so people keep asking me, "When are we going to finish that one?" So you're going to see one in the fall. Okay. But that was shot quite a while ago. The one that we started to film and that we had to stop filming, and people ask me, "When's that going to happen?" That's going to happen when COVID goes. And when does COVID go? I don't know. Maybe when people start wearing masks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Phil, one last question. <laughs> We were talking about this earlier. We went around the uh, the horn here, and there's only one guy on the show that couldn't remember. Do you remember your very first kiss? Uh, Yes, I do. Do you remember how old you were? That's one of the visuals I think that people remember for the uh, rest of their life. Yeah, 14. 14 years old? And the girl's name? Yeah, like, 
like a real kiss, you know, like yeah. like not just like a, yeah, like a real kiss. Fourteen, yeah, and her name was Louise uh, Thompson, I think. Okay, back 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 in New Zealand, back in the day. Yeah, back in the day, actually. Uh, I think she. Yeah. Anyway, I'm not going to say anymore. But okay. I love when people start yeah. telling a story and they're like, well, "I better not," you know. Uh, I'm, I'm. Listen, I'm married to a Louise, and and I don't know where that upset, <laughs> that Louise is, and that Louise might be that Louise might be somewhere lurking around. I don't want to start oh, talking boy. about kissing some other Louise. You know what I mean? It's yes. Old, it's, it, I, I, I got enough trouble. I with completely COVID. get I don't it. Need to deal with more of this. I completely yeah. get it. One week from today, you can see on CBS "Tough as Nails," "Tough as Nails," and the amazing race will return this fall phil kogan phil you're a good friend thank you for coming on have a wonderful summer and we'll be watching on cbs yes two hour premiere don't forget two hours i better get back to work we got to get this thing ready to go (laughs) all right thank you brother